the book of second timothy the second chapter the seventh verse second timothy the second chapter the seventh verse if you're there you say amen now paul says consider what i say and the lord give thee understanding in all these things consider what i say and the lord give thee understanding in all these things remember that jesus christ is the seed of david and was raised from the dead according to my gospel wherein i suffer trouble as an evil doer even unto bones but the word of god is not bound somebody shout hallelujah tell your neighbor the word of god is not bound paul through his son timothy is telling us that the things that I'm going to teach you, the things that I want to live with you, remember them and have a full understanding of all these things. It says, so we know that Jesus Christ is the seed of David who was raised from the dead according to my gospel, for whom I suffer bonds. And he says, as an evil doer, but the word of God is not in what? In bonds. Now, when you read Paul, Paul was so arrested he was so beaten, he was so persecuted, that at one point he started calling himself officially a prisoner of Jesus Christ. That's just how much this man was beaten and arrested. You're coming from one prison to another prison. In fact, in Ephesians, he says, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord. He calls himself a prisoner of the Lord because he was constantly arrested. Constantly in prisons. Somebody shout hallelujah. And not only Paul, but the Bible has given us a number of people, men of God, who for the reason of their faith, found themselves in prison. Anointed by God, yes. Consecrated by God, yes. In the perfect will of God, yes. Blameless, yes. Fasting and prayerful, yes spiritual deeply you see we live in a generation that thinks that everybody who goes through some sort of trouble has done something wrong you understand we live in a generation of people who think or assume that when somebody has made a loss in their business they must not be doing something or yes some might not be doing something some people go through some circumstances because of a way bigger picture then you are able to judge. That is why the Bible tells us, do not judge matters before time. Somebody might go through something and you're sure this one is gone. Yet they are in the perfect will of God. And something is working out a certain way. And one day, this will all play out to the glory of God. The Bible says, for all things are for your sakes, that through the thanksgiving of many, this might redound to glory, for which cause we faint not. There's a reason why, regardless of what we go through, we don't faint. Christianity is not a walk of people who give up. If you're the kind of person who draws back easily, you're in the wrong faith. Try others, not Christianity. Christianity is a faith of people who know how to fight. Who know how to take a fight. He says, for our light afflictions, which are but for a moment, 
they cannot be compared because they work for us a far more exceeding glory. Why we look not at the things which are seen. For the things which are seen are temporal. But the things which are not seen, they are eternal. Somebody shout hallelujah. Now, you read through scripture, for example, in Acts 5.17. A story is given of the apostles. Peter and the group arrested. I'm going to read two or three stories of arrests because I want to walk somewhere. Now, the Bible tells us, the high priest rose up and all that were with him, which is the sect of the Sadducees, verses 17, and were filled with indignation and laid their hands on the apostles and put them in a common prison. But the Bible says, but the angel of the Lord by night opened the prison doors and brought them forth and said, go stand and speak in the temple of the people all the words of this life. Why? Because the word of God cannot be put in bonds. Somebody shout hallelujah. And when they had heard that they had entered into the temple early in the morning and taught, the high priest came and they that were with him and called the council together and all the senate of the children of Israel and sent to the prison to them that had brought them. But when the officers came, they found them not in prison. They returned and told them saying, the prison truly we shut with all safety and keep us standing out before the door. But we have opened and we found no man. That means the angel even after came out, he locked it well. Are you hearing Yes, Peter and the rest of the apostles are in prison. But because they have something in their spirit that cannot be changed, God finds that he has to send an angel to get them out of that prison because they possess something that cannot be changed. Somebody shout hallelujah. In the 12th chapter, a similar issue happens. The fifth verse, Peter was kept in prison. But prayer was made without ceasing of the church for God unto him. And when Herod would have brought him forth, and same night Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains, and the keepers before the door kept the prison. And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him, and a light shined in the prison, and he smote Peter on the side, and raised him up, saying, Arise up quickly. And the Bible says, when he told him, Arise, his chains fell off from his hands. And the angel said unto him, Guard thyself, and bind on thyself sandals and so did he and he says unto him cast thy garment about thee and follow me and he went out and followed him when wish not that which was true which was done by the angel in simpler english he did not know that what was happening was actually real but he thought to himself that it was a vision when they were past the first and second word they came unto the iron gate that leadeth unto the city which opened them unto his own accord and when he went out and passed through this one street and forthwith the angel departed from him that's when peter came to himself and realized truly i now know for surety that the lord has sent his angel and has delivered me out of the hand of herod from all the expectation of the people of the jew why because what peter had inside him could not be chained. He had a mandate. He had an assignment. He had an agenda. Nothing would impede him. Nothing. Why? Because there was something at work within him. And that thing would not be bound. Lastly, Paul and Silas 
The Bible says in the 16th chapter, the 22nd verse, and the multitude rose up together against them and the magistrates rent off their clothes and commanded to beat them. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. Who having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast into the stocks. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners had them and suddenly the bible says there was a great earthquake so that the foundation of the prison was shaken and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's bands were loosed when you follow that portion of scripture the god that was keeping them knew they were going to kill him paul and silas stayed with the man and long and short they preached to that man and he received salvation and the whole of his household why because what was in them would not be changed. Now let me start preaching. You see, some of us don't know how the word of God works and why it comes in our lives. That is why some people can afford some deadly conveniences. Oh, today I will listen, tomorrow I will not listen. Today I will go to church. I don't need to go to church tomorrow. You see, some of you must understand when jesus spoke to us he defined the power of the word and he said the words that i speak to you they are spirit and their life somebody shout hallelujah now we see through paul trying to help us understand he says i pray that you'll understand these things that the word of god cannot be put in chains Albeit that the conduits, the vessels, the possessors might find themselves in places of imprisonment sometimes. They might find themselves in places of frustration sometimes. They might find themselves impeded in some way. You might find yourself once in a while in life stuck in some sort. It is not new that a child of God one day might find themselves as if they are locked up into something. It could be a habit, it could be a financial issue, it could be a marital issue, it could be a, a career issue, it could be a health issue. You might be found with something one day and you're stuck and some of you, you're dealing with something that has not taken place only one year or two years. It has actually been there for so many years. And I've had Christians sometimes sadly say, you know, apostle, what's the point of believing? I have been here since Fanero began. I was here before anybody was here. Why is it that things in my life have failed to change? Why is it that I've not seen the results that I'm supposed? Yes, 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 I understand. Or perhaps you've been believing God for a certain healing. Something inside there has been disturbing you for years. You're dealing with a certain habit. You have prayed, you have fasted, you have sowed seed, you have flipped, you have somersaulted. Nothing has changed. And then you find somebody because they can't fix some of these things. Some draw back. Some give up. There's somebody here who is just a boyfriend away from living God. Just like a girlfriend away from living God. One girlfriend. Are you hearing? <laughs> they are one job away. One job. No, maybe two. No, no, maybe three jobs away. One little frustration is enough to draw certain people away. You see, I've realized this, and I've told people this sometimes, that you must develop a certain scheme 
when you become born again. The problem here is not what you're going through. The problem is your attitude and understanding of these things. It's not what you're going through at that point. It's your attitude and understanding of those things. And that will determine whether you're going to stay in that circumstance or not. The issue is not that prison, that imprisonment. No, 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 no. The issue is not that space where you felt stuck. It's not that moment. That is not the issue. The issue is the understanding that you have about God and the attitude. Some of us have not been taught how to believe God. We were told to believe God, but we're not taught how to believe God. Do you get the difference? Told to what? To believe God. They tell you believe God, but we were not taught how to believe God. So it's easy to believe when things are predictable. It's easy to believe plus some mathematics. It's easy to believe plus some science. You understand what I'm saying? That's how people see life. That is why many of you cannot see notable miracles in your life. Why? Because you limit God to what your mind can interpret. You tell yourself, if my mind cannot interpret beyond this, there is no way this can work. Somebody shout hallelujah. But I've just given you an example of certain people here in scripture who knew what the word of God was able to do. And it comes as a revelation to the spirit of Paul that the word cannot be put in chains. What then are you to do? If God has told you the one thing that cannot be bound, what are you to do? Fill yourself with it. Fill yourself with what cannot be imprisoned. Somebody shout hallelujah. That is why when I'm sitting on the word of God, I don't just read the word. Many times when I'm reading the word in my personal study, I just find that I'm speaking in tongues because something inside there is grinding. Sometimes I read something and it hits me and I find myself shouting as a whoa! Glory! Why? Because my spirit is receiving something. It is connecting to something. And God has promised, if you know how to connect to this thing, that's why I tell people, don't play with the word of God. Don't! You don't know what it's doing. It's the only guarantee God has given you of what cannot be put in prison. What cannot be bound. Are you hearing me? I'm not just talking about applying the word when you're in trouble. I'm talking about understanding that even when you don't apply it, but it is in your spirit. In its own, it works through its own inherent power. The application is just mature responsibility. The Bible says in the book of Colossians, this word has come to you indeed in the whole world. That gospel, he said, is bearing fruit and is still growing by its own inherent power. Even as it has done among yourselves ever since the day you first heard and came to know and understand the grace of God in truth. When you came to understand the word of God and understand his grace, the word of God started working. You might not see certain things working outside. But every time you sit under a good word, something is happening. People might not see outward. Are you hearing me? Things might not change next week or next year. But when you're seated around truth, something in there is boiling. There's something in there fighting to take you out of that circumstance.
understands what I'm saying. Many years ago, when I got to know the truth, the Lord Jesus appeared to me and told me, you're going to be tried for what you know. It almost sounded as though more comfortable to be ignorant. But then I figured if I become ignorant, I'll actually die without fighting. You understand what I'm saying? Because there are two ways to the word. Either be ignorant and die once, or not too much and allow to be tried through it. The Bible says that the word of God tests us. The word of God tried Joseph, the Bible says. It tried Joseph. Some of you don't know that when you say, I believe, and you receive a word of faith, something one day will come to shake you. To shake and say, Anita, did you get it? <laughs> Glory to God. And it might come through a silly report. There was a girl who was going for operation. They took her to the hospital for operation. She removed the cannula and ran to the ground. She said, I knew God was going to operate me today. That's a test. And true to form, the girl healed. There, the tumors disappeared. There. She didn't need a surgeon's knife. Jesus himself cut it out. Somebody shout hallelujah. Some of you, demons are not attacking you. No. Something is just trying that thing you read last week. Something has just come to test that thing you told you. People, you see you're laughing, you're jumping. You see how you're screaming? Huh? You might convince us that you understood. But a time comes and it shakes a little to see. Are you there? And that's when you see believers going back. She's screaming in the service. But when they give her a bad report, she tells the apostle, I'm gone. But in the meeting, you were screaming. You were writing while I was preaching and standing up. I see them writing. <laughs> Listen. Do not ask for so much if you're not ready to believe God. Because it's a very crazy place. Oh, we want to know God. Revelation. Yes. Although it's most dangerous if you know nothing. Because you'll die early. Are you hearing me? But when you say I'm listening to the word, of course the Bible says that some are we are tried through the very words we hear. Because you're building something in your spirit. Some of you don't even have a clue what you're going to become in two, three, four, five years. What you're doing is stocking up and stocking up and stocking up. God wants to raise people who when they get to prison, look at Paul and Silas. Look at their reaction in prison. They're not sending WhatsApps telling their neighbors, I'm gone. If you don't see me, know I loved you. They're not writing on walls, never forget. No. They're in the middle of a storm. And they start praising God. Glory to God. Why? They don't see the walls. They don't see the chains. They don't see the iron bars. They don't see any of that stuff. Why? They are confident that that thing inside them cannot be put in chains the bible says we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence of 
power may be of God and not of us. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves as of to think of anything by ourselves, but the sufficiencies of God, which has made us able ministers of a new covenant. Somebody shout hallelujah. I'm talking about getting the worst report and you go to sleep and somebody comes and asks you how are you sleeping we are tired of victims in the faith you know we have Christians who are victims of everything they're victims of the government they're victims of their family they're victims of their color they're victims of their car they're victims of their shoes they're victims of their bag where they live the taxi they boarded the phone they have they're victims of everything and if you're that kind of person something in you has not yet understood what suicide rato badi garaba Roti Galabadega. Oh, I am telling you so because I have stood before a doctor and the doctor told me there is nothing medically we can do for you. Some of you don't know that place. You have no clue. Ask my father. My mother, they were there. I coughed every half every day for two years. They checked my body and there's nothing they would find. And I lost my body. And they told me there is nothing medically we can do for you. I'm not talking about when you have flu. And they can give you a, a vitamin C. You've not yet been tested. I'm not talking about malaria because it has chloroquine. And francida. No, no. I'm not talking about that cough that has a syrup. I'm talking about that thing where a medical doctor tells you there is nothing we can do. Oh, oh, oh. If you are not built a certain way, they'll bury you. And whether you want it or not, in this walk of life, you will get to those places. If not now, next week, if not next week, next year, where you'll hear something that will slap the flesh out of you. And you're either switched on to believe God or you sink. This is not a game. It's serious. I tell you the truth. I went to God. And I knelt down on my knees. And in my ignorance. I told God. If you're going to take me. Tell me. So that I can prepare my things. What really? I'm still living with my father. The only possessions I had were my shorts and shirts. And the voice came and told me. You know too much to die. Stand up, don't complain, don't cry, don't raise alarms. You know too much to die. Fix yourself. I say, what? I thought an angel was going to come from heaven on wings and come and hug me and tell me, dear son, servant of God, you are loved, wappy, nothing. Maybe some of you are looking for an encounter. A man of God to send a, some fire on your chest. A wah, and then things change. I've been there. I've been there. And then I opened scriptures. I went back to the things I know. Now, they started to make more sense. You see, it's one thing to read the word eh, and you think you know it. 
Many people think they can split it, you know, the big the scriptures say, you know, pa, 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 pa. and then you hear the English and you're like, oh yeah, he got it, he got it. My God! But you test them and see how the words fall out like teeth. Tell your neighbor, walk out of that prison. So I stood up and I read Psalms with long life. He will satisfy me and show me his salvation. Was I healed immediately? No, the pain stayed. It even worsened. My father came and told me, I think let me take you out of school for some time. When you heal, we take you back. I told my father, you don't know who you're talking to. This man is past sickness, but every sign in there was sick. Every sign in the body of a dying man was there. I understood finally what it means that though our outward man perish, but our inward man is renewed daily. Nothing can renew that man like the things I'm planting in you now. Do you know many of you survived COVID because of the message? Those nights when you woke up and you couldn't breathe and you find yourself saying, I can't die. I can't die. I can't die. <laughs> Glory! One of our ministers here <laughs> fell sick. His lungs went so low and they told us now anytime you're going to hear bad news. But in the hospital they tell you this man passed out. When he wakes up he just says one word I can't die and he goes back. <laughs> Glory! The man just breathes back I can't and the story that killed me most the nurse came to check on his oxygen and he said nurse I think that man needs more oxygen than I <laughs> he's on oxygen but he's beating other people why because something in there is telling him not now not now not now glory to God not now. Not now. I just told his wife, I'm not going to visit him. Just get summons, put them on the phone and play. Just play them. Just play them. And the man healed every day and started preaching to the rest. No, you see, you can't die. You see, you can't die. You see, there's a power. Somebody shout hallelujah. That's exactly what I'm trying to tell you. So don't take it lightly. That the very thing that has killed people has not killed you. Don't take it lightly. Don't take it lightly. That the very thing that has killed others has not killed you. Don't take it lightly. There was something in there you were planting. It was there. So, I remember going through every sign of a dying man. I know it. You pass out and hit coma. You come back. You don't even know what's on the earth. But I realized this. 
that the word of God can settle in your spirit and make you look like a crazy person. I understood what it means for the gospel to be foolishness. The gospel can be foolish. You understand what I'm saying? The gospel can be foolish. Of course, there's somebody who doesn't understand what I'm saying, and that's all right. But I know somebody out there is saying, Apostle, I know. I know. That is why I feel sorry for somebody who does not know the word. Or who hears the word but does not believe it. They don't believe it. I went through everything. And I don't remember how. But my brother started healing. 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 It took time. It wasn't immediate. But I remember that one day when I checked myself and there was no pain in my body. And I was like, wow, I have actually beaten this thing. After that day, I never took in sickness again. Never. And from that sickness, there's never been a day I have not preached because I'm sick. It's not there. mean that sometimes you're not tested and you can wake up and some hits poo poo say hey shout go somebody shout hallelujah hey and the thing just if you don't learn that thing and put it in your marriage and put it in your business pastors this thing has to enter your ministry oh you understand what I'm saying it has to enter there. Every time it happens, my spirit tells me the word is not in chains. As long as I still have this thing coming out of my spirit, you're joking. I'll take the fight. I will take the... Paul called it the good fight of faith. Why is it good? <laughs> Why didn't he call it the bloody fight? He called it fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold of eternal life. Lamberna it. Aggressively catch it. God is looking for a Christian who can say, mm -mm. you bring it, it brings it on. You bring it, it brings it on. You harden, it hardens. So what if it's hardening? Harden also. Don't go out like that. Are you hearing me? Don't allow to be taken out without a fight. No. Fight. 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 The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about physical fighting. No. I'm talking about that moment where you wake up and say, Rado Bagada. It has to work. Yes, I know you've not seen the financial breakthrough you've needed. But maybe you gave up. At one point, you accepted. Yeah, you tried it many times and it failed. Then you say, You know what? If I never see it, it shall be okay. Such confessions. Such confessions. You know? You've heard Christians saying, you know, Apostle, I've tried to ask for a job for these years and I've come to the realization, if the job never comes, it shall be fine. I understand if it never comes, but I don't understand that you accept to stay like that because God doesn't need to go through that job to make you. Who understands what I'm saying? If the job has refused, try something. Sell tomatoes. If tomatoes fail, sell onions. 
if onions fail sell peppers if peppers fail whatever it is wake up in the morning without a job and start acting like you have a job because the word of god cannot be put in chains that's a fighter you book your ticket even before you get the visa <laughs> glory to god now that's foolish for some people and i understand you because you're too educated then you are revealed you know sometimes it works when you work backward sometimes you have to accept and put yourself in certain places of faith and tell god this is my action now start working on that at least i've done enough to make you understand that i believe you but some of you don't know how to provoke heaven. You don't know how to provoke heaven. You don't know how to provoke heaven. One time I was in a church many years ago. I was preaching in an overnight. And after preaching in an overnight, I said, everybody stand up. It's a small church of about a hundred people. And everyone stands up except one man. And I say, what's wrong with that man? And the man screamed, I broke my leg today. So I asked him, did you sprain it up? No, it broke. See, and you know, something whispered in my spirit, whether the Holy Spirit or not, I don't know. And my spirit, I had some say, but can't you run crazy now? Can't you just run a bit crazy and call this man out? I believed it. And I told the man, come. Then they carried him. And I looked at the leg. But inside me, there's another voice telling me, Grace, you are sick. You are so sick. They need to check you. What are you doing? What if this guy, Grace? Yeah. And then there's this voice telling you, Go ahead, Grace. Go. Just go. Just go. Are you hearing me? You see, let me tell you. Let them not deceive you. It doesn't matter how much faith you have. There is another voice that will communicate otherwise. You'll always get to that point where you choose the side. But there will always be another voice telling you, don't enter this, don't enter, don't. And I remember this voice telling me, every consequence. Now you're going to pray. Now nothing is going to happen. After such a beautiful sermon, you are going to spoil it. With a man not walking. Now those are chains. Those are chains. Tell your neighbor, walk out. Now, I remember, I just told the guy, this one, the first voice kept insisting. It kept saying, this simple word, do it. Do it. Just do it. And it overwhelmed me. And I told the guy, do you believe you can walk? Maybe there I might get an escape. The guy might say, no. Okay, go back and sit. The guy said, huh? Huh? Like that, huh? And then I held the bone like this. Bwah. And those minutes again, two voices are still speaking. He must walk. What if he doesn't walk? You understand? You're trying to remove the hand and it tells you, no, 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 no. It's not yet. <laughs> and then, while I was praying, I just had a man do like this. Then told me, pastor, stop, stop, wait. Wait, pastor. The man ran off. <laughs> <laughs>
they removed everything and he ran and I said oh the word cannot be chained by a broken bone the word cannot be chained by cancer the word cannot be chained by HIV the word cannot be chained by a man's report the word cannot be chained by your infirmity it cannot be changed in fact Paul says I would rather pride in my infirmities I joy in my infirmities why is he joying in his infirmities because he has convinced himself over and over that what is in him cannot be put in chains. I wish you can get this thing. I wish you can get this thing. He had a relative who was dying of cancer and they put a Zoom and I started teaching and teaching and teaching. And this woman out of the blue, she just said, you know what, pastor? I'm not going to die. <laughs> she just said it. <laughs> and recently, they checked her body. There is no trace of cancer. Because she just determined in her head. She just had the word and said, uh -uh, I'm not going to die. It was a choice. No, I'm not talking about wishful thinking. I'm not talking about talking something when it's not there. I'm talking about allowing this thing. He says, may the word of God richly dwell or abide in you may the word of god dwell in you richly so when i'm listening to the word i want the richness of it and it says how does it enter through admonishing each other in psalms hymns spiritual songs you see get the scriptures in your mouth and start singing them now he which is able to do exceedingly abundantly above that which i dare to ask of thee Inc. according to the power that walketh in me it is in me that treasure in other vessels that the excellence of power might be of god in him was life he was the light of men and that light shines in darkness and darkness comprehended him not he said, I'm the head and not the tail above and not beneath up what I go up and only for what I go. The path of the just shines brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter to a perfect day. The longer I live, the brighter I shine. I dwell in the shadow of the Almighty. I shall say of my God that he is a good God. A thousand shall fall at my side, COVID. Ten thousand on the other. But none of those things shall by any means only a spectator will I see the reward of the wicked 
myself inaccessible I'm inaccessible to pain I'm inaccessible to frustration what if at that particular point something is happening what if at that particular point the landlord knocks on your door what if at that particular point you went into trouble you keep singing it he shall send angels charge of me to keep me from dashing my food against a stone be of good cheer grace Lubega, for ye have overcome the world because greater is he which is in you than he which is in the world not uganda but the world not africa but the world not europe but the world not america but the world you might even have a bad singing voice it doesn't matter hey! Many years ago there was a time I was so broke and I will never forget how many times I sang he shall supply all my needs I sang it in every version he shall supply I remember I used to say all my needs according to his riches in glory and I would add not my salary but his glory not my father and mother but his glory not the white men but his glory not networks but his glory not your high school friend but his glory that's why i don't fundraise i know how to rub Oh, yarabara. Man, tell your neighbor, learn to sing. Every word you read, make a song out of it. My first car that I first bought was a Mercedes. It was always my dream car. And I always used to sing, Oh, Lord. You have bought me. I used to sing it. A Mercedes Benz. I used to sing it. He's my witness. A Mercedes Benz. A Mercedes Benz. And then a certain guy came and the Lord had told him that he had to sow in Mary Lipsam. The whole night I said, Fire, go, die. Spirit of poverty, leave me. If you drive it, I'm sorry. And Ipsam, I said, No, 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 no why that is what i claimed the word of god is in there it is creating tell somebody creates my marriage is blessed my children are wise for the bible says my children shall you teach and their peace shall be many they shall be for signs and wonders <laughs> my quiver is full my wife can be barren
Every time I'm praying, I'm preparing for service. The lame are walking, Matagode. The blind are seeing, Masori Balada. Tumas are living, Matobara Of his fullness, I've received grace for grace, truth for truth, power for power. The devil can't defeat such a man. Now I think you understand why when Paul and Silas are in prison they say let's do this brother let's do this <laughs> oh! they say let's do this let's do this the Bible says they started singing praises God doesn't want you to cry he wants you to get in the middle of an issue and bring out everything you are hearing and start singing it rejoicing in it fake a laughter and before you need it will become real ladies and gentlemen that is called spiritual warfare not these things people say fire 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 no 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 that's not spiritual warfare no spiritual warfare is when you know how to speak the word I wish you know the things we speak of a Fanero. Oh, you're growing. You're advancing. You're going forward. You can't fail. Listen. Mara de Gobada. Sota Katalapa. You speak to it until it starts to work. If it is not yet working, you continue. If you are speaking it 20 times, increase it. That's a crazy believer. But some of you, one week, you're excited for the sermon, and next week you're the same old brother. Without faith. No. He has told you, my word can't be put in chains. You might be in chains, but my word can't. So just allow this thing to come in your spirit and consume it and say, you know what? This is who I am. This is what I believe. This is what God has put for me. You will be amazed. 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 Now I want to pray with you. I have good news for you. What is inside you cannot be chained. It cannot be chained by sickness. It cannot be changed by the government. It cannot be chained by finances. It cannot be chained by the trouble you have in your house now. It cannot be chained by those who have refused to sign your documents. It cannot be chained. It can't. It can't. And today in a few minutes, I want to give you an opportunity with your mouth to walk out. Because the angel has given the word already. God's messenger has brought it. I'm not going to pray for you. This is the kind of time I'm going to tell you now. Fix yourself in a few minutes. Now raise your voice and aggressively deal with that issue. Tell it I'm coming out now. 
I'm coming out now. Come on, open your mouth. Open your mouth. The word of God is not chained. The word in your spirit is not limited. Come on, pray. And you made a way When our backs were against the wall And it looked as if it was over You prayed, made a way And we're standing here Only because you made a way Come on, pray. Oh, pray. Let's sing the first verse. Standing here, shalalabade go, not knowing how we'll get through this test, but holding on to faith you know best. Nothing can catch you by surprise Cause you've got this figured out You're watching us now hey. And in it looks as if we can't win You rock the scene, your elements step in <laughs> and everything we need you supply Cause you've got this in control And now we know that you, you When a backs were against the wall And they looked to say, come on You must break through you must win. Walk out. Walk out of barrenness.
is not there's nothing that's impossible we're standing here only because you move mountains you move mountains I refuse 
define you. If you're here and you've never given your life to Christ, and you said, today I want that Jesus. Repeat these words after me from your heart. Say, Father God, I thank you for Jesus because he died for my sins and he was raised for my glory. Tonight, I receive you as my personal Lord and Savior. I believe that you died for my sins and you were raised for my glory. I'm born again. Amen.